Hey everyone, and welcome to the weekly catch up podcast. It is Friday, March 20, 2020, and this year is canceled. I'm your host, Carson <laughs> Gibbons, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mr. B. Red Colvin, fresh back from spring break, kinda. Yeah, that'd be me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's set the record straight. I feel like we published a podcast uh, that we recorded right before some really interesting things happened. So uh, you ready to get into this? Let's get it, man. <laughs> it's the weekly catch up with Carson and Brad. Here to talk about the week we done had. It could be sports, religion, politics. We keeping the tabs. You would think they work for Gucci, how they deep in their bag. Get your facts up. On Wednesday, we'll be counting the stats up. So turn the volume up till it's maxed up. You know the drill. So tell a friend to tell a friend to relax up and chill. We back up. This is the weekly catch up. So our last episode that we recorded, the Timeless episode, which, by the way, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Nobody's listened to it. <laughs> oh, really? No, it's still just accruing accruing listens. But um, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed that format with you. I just wanted to say that at the outset that yeah, man. I didn't listen to it for the seven or eight days that it wasn't published, essentially. Right. And so I listened to it when it came out and just thought that having some, some pre-thought out things was kind of a nice change of pace if you will but i agree um we recorded that <laughs> on march 11 yeah. 2020 it was a wednesday mm -hmm. and i'm editing the podcast thereafter i'm getting it all queued up because we were going to publish it for you tots this last monday yeah. since brad was going to be out in colorado on spring break just gallivanting around i don't know if we even remember it like this but last wednesday the world was somewhat normal yeah man it was just the nba that had shut down no that you stole that, my thunder you just oh. spoiled everything that i was working <laughs> towards you just burst my tot prematurely b red so <laughs> so brad leaves uh he, he's leaving the dallas studio as we'll call it yeah and he's headed back south and i get a text um usually i text brad the link to the, the podcast on his way home from the studio and this time he texted me because we weren't publishing right away, but I was still hard at work yeah. editing. And he, he just says, hey, the NBA, their season got suspended. Oh, and wow. I was like, I'm not done. Hold on. <laughs> Hold your horses. And so next text from Brad, there's like three or four that go unanswered as I don't look at my phone for a little while. Next text from Brad, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have coronavirus. <laughs> And my world just starts <laughs> crashing down around me. <laughs> so I open up Twitter and Twitter Explorer. And I really feel like last Wednesday night was really when the world started to crater. Yeah. Really, the NBA suspending its season is what began the domino effect of what we're now seeing, which is unlike anything you or I have seen in our lives. Ever. So I'm super glad that you're back. I texted Brad today. Um, today's a Friday. We're recording on a Friday night. Yeah. Um, First Friday ever. Yeah. I texted B-Rad and I said, hey, I know you're supposed to be getting in from vacay today, uh, but if you are hankering to do the pod at all, I feel like we, I would love to go live every single day <laughs> because this is a moment in time. This yeah. is a podcast that's being done. We are not socially distancing ourselves from one another. Um, that's right. We are. My hands are clean, baby. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, and he goes, actually, we came in last night due to a, yeah, a yeah. Storm? So there was like a big storm coming in around Denver and we were going to have to drive through Denver. Um, I had stayed with Buff and Abroad, uh, you know, Brock Reichert and his wife, Courtney. And um, he had gone into work and he texted me. He's like, hey, man, I'm just letting you know, like weather's looking pretty bad starting this evening. So uh, you might want to consider getting getting out of here. And so I looked it up and I'm like, man, yeah, it's going to be snowing for like the next 24 hours at least. And uh, I don't want to drive in those conditions. So I woke up. Uh, my Courtney and uh, we packed and we got up out of there. We got home around midnight last night, or I did. Probably dropped her off around eleven at her place, but which is still in Temple? No, no, no. I dropped her off at her parents' house. Is she officially out of Temple? No, she'll be there for like two more weeks. Okay, yeah, cool. That, that I forgot that that was coming up. Yeah, man. Um, it's easy to forget everything that's normal and exciting yeah dude there's been so much news coming in like my bad for bursting your bubble with the nba thing i i thought we even mentioned that on the podcast like that's how no that's how much news has happened since that's why i learned that at that point i remember thinking that we were taking the high road and being like oh coronavirus is going to be here to stay it's going to affect a lot of us and i had no idea the minute we turned that podcast off that the nba was suspending its season uh, all these celebrities started coming down with coronavirus and just in succession, what we've essentially seen happen since that last recording. I'm just excited to get <laughs> timely with this and That's right. push this out directly after <laughs> we record this. But um, I mean, MLB suspended their season. NHL suspended their season. The PGA Tour was the last holdout tease. They played yeah. the first day of the Players' Championship told everybody that the last three days would just be spectatorless, And then they canceled that and they pushed everything. Like every event has been canceled. The masters has been postponed. Did I break that news to you or did you already know? Cause I uh, remember I tweeted at you. Oh yeah, you might have man. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's been hard to keep up with all the casualty, the COVID casualties yeah. as I've, I put together a list of COVID casualties the other day, just from a, a business perspective. But, um, yeah, just essentially even the Bachelor or the Bachelorette, what it, whichever one is going mm-hmm. right now, that got suspended. Oh, I wow. didn't even realize that they were, I guess, making those episodes just a couple ahead of mm-hmm. um, uh, debut. The maybe? new season, yeah. But yeah, so now we're we're to the point and you're just acclimating. You're just coming back to this because you've kind of been yeah, off man, the it, grid. It's so still this weird thing because I've been on spring break. You know, I went out to Colorado. Um, the only way that I was affected is like we just took take out for our meals or Brock and his wife cooked for us. Um, and then I was up at, I was up out in the mountains, like kind of secluded anyway. Like we went for a hike and there, there weren't going to be a lot of people there to begin with. So it's, I'm still kind of waiting for this to sink in for me. Um, I go back into work on Monday um, and I'm meeting with my staff up at the school. Now our students are not coming in but we're forming a plan for uh, distance learning or distance education. And we'll be doing uh, that for potentially the rest of the school year. Um, so while I was away, I got on my laptop and I've already started uh, lesson planning and putting together some stuff for my students. And I'll be recording videos uh, on Sunday for them to watch and listen to. 
Do you remember when you came back from technology trip and we were just laughing about, they're not even going to need you. What's going to stop kids from learning at home? And then, you know, a mere month later, yeah, we're sitting here like, I think that's one of the most mind blowing and economically impactful things that is closed. Like all of these sports leagues, all of these live events, like we're headed into a, a recession potentially here. I mean, they're saying that the the curve could be a V, like a sharp V, like a, yeah. a sharp downturn and then a spike back up. Because uh, apparently Wuhan and China and all of that is like starting to net out. It's yeah, they definitely to leveled off. out. And uh... I don't know what to think about that. Um, it, it's funny. The mainstream media even today is like, I mean, if if we if we can believe that essentially, yeah. thinking that they still could suppress news or even lie, um, neither here nor there. I don't want to get into that right now. But I, yeah, I just kind of thought about this build up for this this episode in that you know somebody could be listening to this a hundred years from now and something similar could be happening in that time and it's 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 similar to our past in that what they're pointing back to as the closest looking plague that we've experienced is like the 1912 or 1918 spanish flu right i mean that's that's insane yeah what we haven't, ex- yeah, like you said earlier, we've never experienced something like this in our lifetime. One of the worst projections, if this were to take its course, is that 11 million, million. Americans die. Yeah, <laughs> now that's worst case scenario. I mean, that's if we still have spring breakers partying over on the beach in Florida. <laughs> oh man, did you see the drunk reel where they were just like, yeah, interviewing the and girls? Why did and- everyone have like rashes on their face, dude? That was. They picked all the ugliest spring breakers possible because these yeah. people all had like open flesh wounds and sores and <laughs> they're like rashes and acne and yeah, we'll just add that to the rest of our diseases. And they kind of had like. that glazed over look like they'd been drinking McCormick's all day yeah. out of a paper bag or something, you know? Like right. Um, oh my goodness! One girl was like, "I just turned twenty-one and I'm not. I'm trying to live, laugh, love. You know, I'm trying yes. to do my thing." So, but I get it. Like I'm so some of the tots might even be frustrated with me in that I haven't been knowingly um, coming into contact with people by any means. Like granted I did have a a wedding. Chin Han and Joy got married this last weekend. I saw that dude. That looked like a crazy wedding, man. Yeah. So I, I've always talked up going to my friend John New's Indian wedding and thought that that was the cat's meow. And I think it still is. I think that's still like the top wedding of all time because it was a weekend affair and like a Mm -hmm. whole series of events but that being said chen han enjoys uh entertainment with like those uh dragons yeah with yeah i mean that check out my instagram story if uh i think i put it under life um if you follow one of what what is it called when you pin it across the top uh, so that would just be I, you can uh categorize different life events or stories and so if you you named yours life so they would just go to your page and click on the life uh channel I've had life podcast and travel set up for quite a long time. And then there's sometimes these ones where I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is life. And then I'm like, but I'm traveling. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That's great. Yeah. Go have yourself a, a flick of the old Instagram. It's it's a good, a good show. But yeah, you have nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah. So what were we even just talking about? Uh, spring breakers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's get off of that. Yeah. I, I guess. I don't, I don't even know how to encapsulate all of the news that that's occurred. Like yeah. 
there's so many different things I want to discuss with did you. you. Did you see, since we're kind of talking about spring breakers, not taking it seriously, did you see the video from Vanessa Hudgens? Yes, I did. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I saw her apology as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I thought of you that, actually. How would that not have ended in an apology? I was like, huh, Selena Gomez must have messed up. Brisket <laughs> yeah, those girls those mixed, two mixed up. up. Yeah, Vanessa Hudgens basically is like, you know, old people are going to die anyway. Like, you got to live your life. It's just a part of life. Yeah, I saw the best tweet about that was when someone tweeted the first celebrity COVID death was Vanessa Hudgens' career. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she can get canceled. Um, Gal Gadot. Um, oh gal gadot she uh what a terrible video man well all the, the shade and no are you about to defend this no i'm asking i didn't watch the whole it was thing. disgusting it was just them singing and it was, was just a bunch of rich celebrities in their house or out in nature singing um the lyrics to john lennon's imagine so, yeah imagine there's no heaven <laughs> it's like whoa that's gonna that's supposed to you know make us feel better um by the way quarantine is not created equal because <laughs> i saw arnold schwarzenegger nah. in his own built-in hot tub on this beautiful deck in cali yeah. with a cigar in his mouth and he's like stay at home <laughs> i'll be back but i'm at home right yeah. now get down <laughs> yours is a lot better thank you so and i'm like dude i don't have a my, my apartment's so hood like we don't <laughs> even have a pool son <laughs> like <laughs> Okay, because yeah. oh <laughs> one of these one of these little children would drown in that thing immediately. Yeah. I'm just saying. Anyway, <sighs> wh- let's let's attack it from the celebrity angle since we've been talking about out of touch celebrities. What is it with like if if we have uh, however many tens of thousands of people? It's 250 thousand worldwide are now infected. But why do why does when Kevin Durant gets it or like? a Brooklyn net or um, I'm trying to think Tom Hanks, like Idris Elba, yeah. the bond girl. Why are those like their own headline amid 249,500 other infected cases? And are they getting preferential treatment oh, on COVID-19 sure. testing versus us? But for sure. Because uh, Idris Elba even said like he sho- he's showing no symptoms. He just got tested and tested positive. So you have these celebrities that are being able to go in and, and uh, see if they have it even without uh, any of the uh, symptoms, which is ridiculous. Because um, we, we have to have symptoms and be sent as I understand it. And even I if have you to have, have symptoms, they may say it's not bad right, right. enough. I have to have like a doctor's note just to get to go to one of the drive through ones. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I saw this girl. So Time Magazine on my way here just posted this article like where this girl's bill came out to like 30, over $30,000 because she was sent from a doctor to like the ER. And after all the treatments and testing, she tested positive for COVID and uh, <laughs> that was her bill. She's like, I don't know anybody. Did she have health insurance? Uh, I think so. I think she did. Man, just but anything still. that requires like an emergency room visit. And then, I mean, that's just a paid holding cell where they sell you additional products. Like yeah. you just never want to go even in a dire emergency. Like I'm, I'm not really sure. Like the healthcare system as a whole very much scares me. Um you know, it, it's so disparate and I'm looking for unified care. That That's yeah. why my whole goal has just been grind hard enough, long enough that you can 
not die in an effort to just get like a private, I want to do one of those programs. I think I've mentioned this before where they fly you out to Costa Rica for the weekend and you just get everything done. Yeah. So like I'm 60, I get my facelift, I get my testosterone injections, <laughs> I get my calf implants, my teeth done, veneers, you know, perfect spray tan, heart checkup, stress test. Yeah. <laughs> Massage. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's very scary. We're up to 10,000 domestic cases and there's been, yep. dude, New York right now, I tweeted about this earlier, New York has over 7,000 cases alone and the yeah. closest state to that is Washington with just 1,300. I mean, New York, it just seems like everyone, in, like you don't have a choice but to be in close proximity, proximity with them. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's definitely uh, somebody tweeted me that today because I'd, I'd sent out a some sort of world world health meter uh, graph about, you know, just the domestic cases because, you know, it is going to bubble. It is going to spike here. Um, as I understand it, the whole name of the game with social isolation or distancing or whatever you want to call it, where, you know, even some of these states are it, it's nebulous. It's like shelter in place, but you can go out if it's for a walk. It's like. Some people, I have heard of the cops sitting on some people's lawns and making sure that they remain isolated and yeah. don't leave. Like other parts of the country have even adhesived um, seals to doors to ensure that it's readily apparent if you've broken the seal and mm -hmm. left the home, for instance. So that's what I did with my students whenever we went on our class trip. Really? <laughs> yeah, you put tape over the hotel room so you make sure that they don't break out. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> that's not innovative i've been doing that weird adult christians duct taping their children into bed that's not even a christian thing like you don't want any of your students freaking out whether or breaking out whether you're private school or not yeah i guess those so. kids get in trouble man i i don't know man the whole world is like it's like just let the kids roam and be free let them make love for the first time in their <laughs> lives because we're all gonna die like you know here's the if we don't practice this social distancing, getting back to that original idea, um, essentially what would happen is the ratios may all stay the same. One in six may show the symptoms. A certain percentage of those people might get sick and then some get critically sick and then some die. Yeah. You know, it's a ever, ever narrowing funnel in that respect. But the real issue is that did you know before this podcast or this general catastrophe as a whole? That America has only 950,000 hospital beds? Right. Because I did not know that before this. Before this thing, no. But yeah. How horrifying is that? Knowing that there might be anywhere between 300 and 400 million people in our, in our you know, um, borders yeah. at any given time. We have been ill-prepared. And hey, you know, Trump, he got rid of the uh, disaster you know, squad or whatever, but he did form Space Force. So at least we have that. Yeah, I've heard, you know, that he had dismissed or not approved budget or allocated budget for the pandemic people. Um, I'm not sure. Anthony Fauci, the main little squinty dude that's always out there on the Sunday morning programs, the the nation's chief immunologist or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, he's been a wildly or widely heralded, I guess you could say, uh, from all sides um, mm -hmm. as like, you know, a calming voice that's very pragmatic and treats treats the media and the American public like they are adults yeah. and that we need to be well provisioned and prepared, but not scared per se. Mm -hmm. And 
he was in the Obama administration too. Right. Like he handled Ebola. Yeah. So yeah. not even sure. But uh, it's just crazy because this time last week, they were still trying to make the last minute decision of whether or not to host Dallas's St. Patty's Day parade. You know, Boston had canceled theirs. A lot of major markets had canceled theirs, but it came down to like Thursday or Friday, I want to say, for the Dallas parade. And then this week on Monday, they handed down the decision in Dallas to shut down all bars and restaurants and gyms and social places, essentially. Yeah. Um, and that night, like thousands of people lost their jobs in Dallas alone. Right. Um, every Everywhere where a like an order, an executive order has gone out to not congregate, to not frequent restaurants and different things like that. People are shuttering their doors and going out of business. Yep. All these mom and pop shops. My co-working space had to let go of every hourly worker. Wow. Like they minimized to just basically the foreman on each side of the house. Mm-hmm. And like they they told me they it's a, a big group of entrepreneur, uh, food, bev, hospitality, um, Uh, entrepreneurs and so they've worked opening up a lot of like you know like the grape and dallas staple restaurants and whatnot and they actually owned a restaurant next door that shut down as well yeah and they had said that they thought that just that basically every service worker like every waitress every server um all of those different types of people lost their positions and so i i work in south victory park i'm one of those crazy people that I was not going to sit at home alone in the rain all week and try to work remotely and maintain my focus. So I actually went into the office every single day because I work in one of those pods and they Lysol. Well, at least when they had the hourly workers, they were Lysoling the handles every day. <laughs> right. Um, I had to do my own <laughs> here at the the latter half of the week. But, you know, I held the whole place down. Like all of the upstairs tenants were all, you know, quarantined. They were all at home working remotely. But um, my entire team has been remote for like a week, but I've gone into the office every single day just cause I figure it's probably cleaner than my apartment. First of all, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no doubt. <laughs> and I just needed a sense of normalcy and I wasn't really coming into contact. I haven't shaken a hand all week. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I mean, that being said, like I exchanged hugs with about 50 medical professionals <laughs> on Saturday evening Yeah, at, you at know, the wedding at the wedding. So I'm like, if I don't get coronavirus from this, I don't know. Anyway, so I've just been kind of trying to live my life somewhat normally this week, but Dallas has been a ghost town. Like, yeah, man, I'm posting like, you know, post-apocalyptic I am legend photos at (laughs) lunch, like of the AAC just with like a trash piece just fluttering by. Yeah. I saw the construction workers taking off today and just the normal, you know, Ubers whizzing by and like people hailing a cab or you know, luggage coming out of the W and the sound of construction workers banging on stuff. It's just quiet. Yeah. It's just, and what you can hear the rain and there's nothing on TV that's live other than coronavirus coverage. Like there's no distraction. You can't get out of it. Like the only thing that has provided a decent distraction that has been somewhat live has been the NFL free agency (laughs) offseason. Like, first of all, I like seeing all these broadcasters broadcasting from their basements. (laughs) Like, that's pretty fun. Um, And then Tom Brady is like praying that there's more trades, pickups or athletes contracting the COVID virus because they need news, man. Well, an athlete contracting the coronavirus is just a a headline. It's not something you can delve into because it's like, I mean, 
we who do we have? We have Sean Payton, the coach yeah. of the Saints, is the first NFL casualty. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he contracted it. He's not dead. Um, uh, all the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, all of New York is infected. Yeah. Uh, my colleague has a brother in New York that's infected. Wow. Unfortunately. That is so unfortunate. Thoughts and prayers to all of those people just... You know, it, if you get it, you get it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you should definitely practice. I'm washing my hands all the time. I'm yep. not breathing. Take some extra vitamins. Build up that immune system, man. Every time I walked into the like passageway to get into the parking garage this week, I would just hold my breath, thinking I got paranoid. Like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, things really set in with like the closures and like nobody being mm-hmm. out and. You know, appointments are getting scheduled. People are having to enact emergency plans. People's businesses are folding. Yeah. My parents even have clients that they've told me their businesses are folding and like no new deals are being activated in these pipelines because we don't know. Like I have a bachelor party in August. I don't know if we'll get to go on that right, right. now. Like this is crazy. Yeah. So I, I Googled this today because I wanted to know coming into the show, Japan is still claiming that they're going to host Tokyo Olympics, the Olympics in Dubai. Yeah. In fact, the Olympic flame arrived today. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll the flame see, I quickly guess. contracted COVID nineteen. Right. Yeah, I'm supposed to go to Greece uh, the first week of June. But... Oh, sorry, buddy. Yep. Sorry about that. <laughs> We're about to crumble faster than their economy did. Yeah. <laughs> They're about to pump a trillion dollars into this economy, and we might get a check, son. Do you yeah, hear that? That's what I saw. I was like, I also saw this thing where they're trying to erase all student debt. I'm like, maybe I'll hold off on paying that thing in full. Well, you just need to be voting for Bernie Sanders then. Like, yeah. Because that, uh, I almost called him a word. That guy is still in the race, apparently. Yeah. By the way, where is Joe is trending on Twitter. So <laughs> shout out to Joe. I hope he's, you know, got the Modelo virus and not the coronavirus. Yeah, I hope you're all right, buddy. Yeah. He uh he's run away with every state election yeah since Super Tuesday like both Tuesday elections after that that they've actually had you know they've had to postpone primary votes like yeah. primary election days yeah every like, major sports season every my parents missed seeing the Eagles with their friends at the AAC this last Tuesday mm-hmm. like what is there even to talk about in some ways like there's so much to talk about and I don't even know where to start. Um, I mean, if we're talking about Joe and, and him getting votes, we can talk about whether or not we think Trump will be reelected. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into it. Your, your dad actually LinkedIn messaged me and sent me pretty nifty. Uh, looks like a, some sort of aggregator for top news headlines by, by vertical. Like here's world news, here's finance. Um, and yeah, Trump is, so he's flip flops so much because, on Monday, Tuesday of this week, like mainstream media was singing mm-hmm. his praises. Yeah. Like they were getting in trouble for doing so. Like Dana Bash on CNN got C- lit yeah, I was up. I about to say CNN. Lit up for saying this is the type of leadership we need in a time like this. And they were like, what are you doing? <laughs> they, I saw on Twitter, they were like, does Dana have the coronavirus? Like <laughs> she's not thinking straight. Yeah. <laughs> she's fatigued. Dude. Yeah. So I had left on Friday for Colorado and that's whenever Trump had, uh, he had his announcement and and what you know America's planning on doing, and uh, let's see. So we were about an hour into our drive, listening to that, just wondering if we were going to have to turn around or not because they they uh, banned international travel, um, and we were also curious if they were going to ban like state to state. But 
fortunately they didn't and we were able to have our little secluded vacation but uh yeah in some ways i feel like road trip or camping or yeah i mean yeah, golf it was, like it was a road trip so we didn't have to go to the airport or anything so we you know we were isolated yeah state to state by car anyway. would be like <laughs> major lockdown because yeah. You can still technically buy a flight and like go to the airport right now. Right. Um, they've canceled. We're going to have to bail out the airline industry completely. Um, so what what are we talking about? We're talking about Trump's. Sure. So like I think I brought this up on the last podcast before things had even gotten this crazy. But like his main uh, leg to stand on was the economy, right? Yes, always. Right. So how's that looking for like? Those that feel like he's built a strong economy for America are, are they, does he still have their vote or how, what's that looking like? I, I don't know. I don't know that I come into contact with your stereotypical media portrayed Trump voter, like yeah. with a, you know, typically they've got, you know, a thing of hay coming out of their mouth. They're picking out with their teeth and they're sitting on the back of a pickup truck in like <laughs> Kentucky. Yeah. And they're like, this is Trump country. Just like a good old boy. And they don't, <laughs> they forget about all the people in the suburbs. They're yeah. like, we're like, well, I'm for tax cuts. Like, yeah. wish you wouldn't say that. But, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, there's, there's a silent majority in the country. Some of that is still true, okay. you know, is my main point. Yeah. Um. So what, basically what we have, if we're looking at it rationally, we have to say what portion of the economic decline would not have happened were somebody else in power mm -hmm. essentially because trump didn't start coronavirus right he has branded it china virus and apparently yeah. that's a huge issue for a lot of people um yeah and apparently the <laughs> the report out of the white house this week was that some people had called it the kung, kung flu. flu and that yeah. that was very problematic <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, it's a funny joke, people. I mean, <laughs> nobody means anything by that. Yeah. I think that, actually, I, I won't say that. I They should call it the coronavirus. I think when he's in the White House press briefings, he should call it the coronavirus. I saw that Mike Pompeo called it China virus today. Mm. And that just sounds a little <laughs> yeah. bigoted, maybe. Granted, I mean, maybe China screwed us on this. Like, China claims that they, you know rapidly scaled back their social interactions and that they mm -hmm. actually saved us and gave us more time. But there's also all this news about they suppressed a lot of this, and like, yeah. you know, censored people that were trying to blow the whistle on the fact that this was going to be a real issue. Hmm. So I don't know. I think it's that's a very delicate balance because some of the things that we've come to find out, like that Joe Rogan interview where we find out that 95 percent of IV bags are all manufactured in this one factory right. in puerto rico well very similarly china like produces all of the basic ingredients to all of our medications yeah. all of our mission critical drugs um so how's that looking i don't know I, i'm confused like i'm like do we have enough masks because yeah. all these people like have masks like jack ma the chinese billionaire is like i'll give you a million masks mm -hmm. and i'm like where were these yeah, like where'd you get those if there's not a global supply then what what are we talking about Dude, did you see the article of that guy that was hoarding uh hand sanitizer and trying to sell it which article there's been like 10 now so there i don't know but the main one that the authorities stopped him then he ended up donating everything but his last name was colvin oh wow <laughs> i texted my dad i was like hey is he your relative <laughs> <laughs> yeah he had 
sold or he had purchased. Is this like, the entrepreneur in the family? <laughs> yeah, dude, I must be. But yeah, he had hoarded all that and then tried well, to sell it on eBay and Amazon. Here's my question because the the most extreme example I've actually heard was from my aunt that hails down uh, in your neck of the woods, Johnson County. And she said that the TP aisle at HEB in Burleson is being guarded by an armed security officer. Dude. And you were just talking, remember I gave that story from my friend in North Carolina last podcast who couldn't find toilet paper. Cause you were like, I'm not seeing anything here. And now it's just like gone crazy. Um, s- since we last recorded. Yeah. Like I, I thought that the whole hoarding and rush on the grocery store stuff was, kind of a suburban or rural thing, more like family planners and stuff like that. But yeah. I walked into the Tom Thumb in Harwood district as I do every day, every weekday mm-hmm. to get my stuff. And the self checkout line on Friday was like an hour and a half long. Jeez. And I walked in on Monday and they didn't have like bananas. They were like, it, it was pandemonium in there still. And I was like, really? Yeah. And then later Monday when I saw the announcement that when they, when they announced that they were going to shut things down, and then they said, like, no, no takeout either. Like the mm-hmm. city of Dallas was tweeting out all this stuff. And I retweeted one of their tweets saying, this is how I die. Like yeah. people have told me that if I don't become mm. a grocery shopping planner with core ingredients and outfitted fridge and the ability to cook that I would die one day. And I was like, this is how this happens. <laughs> and then city of Dallas deleted the tweet because they had a revision that said, like, yeah, no delivery or takeout or anything. Yeah. But like I walked down the street today and I saw a girl getting her hair done in a salon. Yeah, so I'm confused. So some places, I mean, if you own the store, um, like I, I've heard of these people that, you know, they just stay open and they've emailed like all their clients, you know, we're only taking a certain amount or no more than 10 people in the store at a time. Um, but it, if it's like their own business, then a lot of them are still trying to stay open as much as they can so they don't go bankrupt. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, Cuban has been very vocal about this. Uh, did you see his reaction when he was in the stadium watching the game and saw on his phone that they'd suspended the season? No, I didn't see his reaction. Oh, yeah. But... They, they had a camera on him and they caught his like physical reaction. Um, oh, no. Yeah. And he walked over to the bench and was like consulting with somebody, like showing him his phone. Like, can you believe this? Yeah. And then immediately got interviewed and capitalized on all this amazing press. Because mm-hmm. um, he said that he was going to continue paying the employees. Yeah. yeah. And he's been so active in like helping other industries jumpstart that. Uh, he's even got, I think he was matching uh, displaced service workers to not-for-profits that they can help in the interim, but also mm-hmm. be hired by other people. He's very much encouraged that every small business loan every bailout check that you can give to a business owner that will allow them to retain employees and not lay them off or fire them, but keep paying them. That's what you should do. So, you know, I've talked to people that they've continued paying their nannies or their lawn Mm -hmm. guys, or, you know, even just all the people that they do business with in an effort to keep the economy, you know, moving around and whatnot. Like a lot of these businesses, corporations are are showing their true colors. So now would be a good time to look at, you know, how they're treating their, their employees and in, in the time of a crisis like this. Well, and just because you lay people off doesn't mean that you're a bad person. You're like right. some of these industries, it's like, Hey, you know, that that's also been kind of the fragility that I've seen within commerce and business and all of this, that not only are our products sourced from areas where if we have conflict and they wanted to cut off our supply, we could be in deep doo-doo, but also the amount of like money in store 
money in the bank, like money in runway for these businesses, especially bars and like your average SMB brick and mortar business. Mm-hmm. Like if they don't do sales that week, they fold. Like it's it's crazy how it's just to keep it going, you know? Yeah. My only like I guess my complaint there would be, you know, whenever these corporations or, you know, whoever's talking about just an American citizen, like like individuals, you know, they tell them, oh, you need to have enough money saved up so you can live off of it for the next six to nine months. Like you need to have that in the bank. And, you know, a lot of these corporations kind of say the same thing, but then they also weren't uh, fiscally prepared for an event like this. Yeah. Um, He's been very adamant that any any, um, bailout money cannot go to the buyback of stocks. Um, it's funny, like we've bailed out the airline industry before and the last time they used a lot of the money, it sounded like in a big stock buyback program. Mm -hmm. And that equated to $45.4 billion. And now their ask is $50 billion to bail out like US airlines or, or United or somebody, or maybe I felt like that was each or I'm not really sure, but, uh, basically somebody had, I think it was Michael had sent me some sort of meme or something about how they basically are subsidizing or they're getting their their entire buyback paid for with a return. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, Cuban has been very vocal. And I guess that Trump has started to really, uh, based on his news conference today, he was saying how his main objective was, you know, to think about the worker. And, you know, he was hedging on some of those things with uh, the buyback, stock buyback programs. He didn't think mm-hmm. it was a good thing. And I don't know, he might come out you're talking about the economy. Yes, that's his big thing, but here's here's what you got to think about. Like all things being equal, when coronavirus is gone, who do you think is going to jumpstart the economy and just do what it takes to do whatever? Yeah. It's going to be like his administration in many ways. Like right. I, I think Biden would also do what's necessary. We know that Bernie would just, you know, he would finish off what's been started by the <laughs> coronavirus with his policies. Yeah. Um, but he'll drop out at some point, I hope, because <laughs> it's almost it's mathematically like impossible it. for, for him to get anywhere. But um, speaking of politicians, have you seen the latest news about these four senators? No. So four senators that were privy to coronavirus briefings uh, a month ago coming out of China, like they were on the intelligence committees and different things like this, that, um, you know, different Senate committees that are tasked with looking at um, things that are perilous like this. Okay. And so four senators, it sounds like three of them are, are Republicans. One of them is a prominent Democrat named Dianne Feinstein. Hmm. Um, they actually went and like liquidated some of their assets. Oh. What they did was they went and they they sold all their Wyndham hotel stocks. Yeah. How convenient. We're talking like, I think the the Republican in Jim James Jim Inofe Inofe from Oklahoma, he sold one hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of Wyndham hotel stock. Wow! Um, one of the girls from Georgia, Loeffler, I think is her name, something like that. She sold between one point five and three million dollars worth of stocks in like industries that were going to be affected by the coronavirus. Wow. And all of these people conveniently had like. Kind of downplayed, downplayed it at it, right? first. In yeah. fact, I think uh, Senator Richard Byrd um, out of North Carolina, 
he had written an op-ed about how prepared we were for something like this and then simultaneously or directly thereafter was selling off huge amounts of stock in preparation for the market crash. Yeah, that's gross. Well, yeah, I mean, Tucker Carlson on Fox News was like, this is disgusting. They should all resign and face charges. Yeah. And a lot of the left was like, yeah, Tucker, like, go get him. Like, <laughs> we rarely agree, but let's do this. Like, <laughs> right. um, so it sounds like um, that's a pretty universal thing right now that they're not going to get away with. Good. And, you know, a As couple of them have a lot of tenure on these committees, like yeah. Diane Feinstein, Richard Burr. Like, these are big people in the Senate. Yeah, but and I also hardly think it was just those four that knew about this. So, like, how deep does how deep does this go? You know, well, like how how would it just be those four that knew about it and no one else? Well, and when you're at the top, you know, to get elected to a Senate position, you were likely a lawyer or something of that mm -hmm. effect. Maybe you were a partner at a law firm. You've made some money in your time. You've enriched yourself off of book deals, speaking deals, different things like that during your time in the Senate. And you're a person of influence. Um, yeah. How, When you have preview access to every amount of information that anybody ever gets, and you also still are able to perform business, execute business as mm -hmm. a private American citizen, on the other hand, how do you not mix those two things up? Because yeah, that's true. I'd seen something where one of the people that got caught up in this had actually voted for a bill that would not exclude like con members of Congress and the Senate essentially to profit off of information not shared publicly. Yeah. Hmm. It's not exactly insider trading. It's actually, it's actually almost like worse than that in some ways, but it's more defensible in a court of law, I would feel like, because... You know, if you if you hear about a, a, a virus coming out of Wuhan and you think that based on initial models and projections that it could be big, but you're also you think that we're prepared for this. But yeah. just in case you're going to go ahead and liquidate these stocks over here, mm -hmm. get some cold, cold, hard cash instead of, you know, this uh, these stock assets is that, first of all, I don't even know. I think that became illegal. But it, I, I read something about it not being illegal at one yeah. point and then voting against that. So I don't know where the law exactly stands right now. But if people are claiming that legal jurisdiction could be taken here, then they must know something. That's true. Yeah. I don't know, man. Sketchiness. Yeah, but do you see my point, though, that if I'm a lawyer, like let's say I've gone to school for forever and then I work my butt off for 100 hours a week as a, a junior associate and then I rise to partner, I write a book, I get elected to the Senate, and then I've got this, got five, $10 million in mm -hmm. net worth, and I hear about a pending thing, and so I sell some of my stock because yeah, I'm looking out I for mean, my family. Is that wrong? Game the system, sure, make your money, but whenever it's something as serious as this, that, you know, everything is shut down now, uh, it would have been nice for all of us to have been privy to that information. Well, like, just to play devil's advocate, like, how are they, if they're from Georgia or Oklahoma or North Carolina and they come out and say, okay, there's going to be a sickness and it's going to shut everything down. Would anybody have even believed them? Like, we only believe. They, they believe the information enough in order to sell those assets and make money. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. So it must have been enough information for them to do that. And I don't know. It, just kind of sketchy and selfish in my opinion. Yeah.
I don't know. I mean, these people that are like approving and writing all these bills for this, you know, legal aid and stimulus package, they're still trying to social distance somewhat in the nation's capital. But I think that multiple Congress people have already tested positive for COVID-19. That, that's what really scares me with the system breakdown is that if truck drivers or truck routes get impaired for food delivery, mm-hmm. everything goes haywire. If the power goes out for 36, 48 hours, everything, there, there will be anarchy in the streets. Yeah. Have you seen that gun sales went way up? Yes. Did you see that there were lines around the block to buy guns yeah. as coronavirus came in? Isn't that crazy? But also, I could totally see that because I, I was yeah, like, I, I'm glad I, I have a gun. Yeah, I was not surprised. Because I mean, it's only there's already been looting. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like my office longer got the, robbed of TP. I oh yeah, I did see that. <laughs> yeah, um, no, the, it it does concern me, like the actions in which people will take. I guess concerns me more than the virus. Oh yeah. I think the virus is like what starts the domino effect, but it's like the way that we escalate this situation. Well, on its face, the way that we escalate the situation is if we're all at Coachella together, breathing the same air, touching each other, making out and giving each other COVID. And we overwhelm the, the medical system. That's the healthcare system. That's the real challenge here because people are going to die no matter what. Right now, I guess if we wait it out, and part of me was like, we should just have Coachella. We should all get it or a good enough portion of us that, you know, you develop some sort of immunity, immunity. for a period of time where it will. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but explain that and try to convince people of that who have uh, insufficient. Uh, um, what am I thinking of? Uh, uh, like an uh, insufficient immune system or you know the elder. underlying conditions sure um like i don't disagree with you but it would definitely be harder to convince people who have um those conditions and and who will be affected like i think you and i are fortunate enough to where you know we are relatively healthy and and i don't think that's something that we would have to worry about yeah getting the flu sucks and we might be down for the like not down for the count but down if um if we were to contract, you know, COVID-19, but we'd probably be okay in the end. There, there's not a lot of, that, not, not everyone changing. can say that, you know what I mean? Well, that, and that sentiment where, you know, 20 to 60 is a-okay. Well, that yeah, and that's not true away too. Because... But, but I am seeing those people that are younger and who are being affected by that still their immune system is messed like they don't have a good immune system you know as what I mean? a statistical whole we're going to be better off right on a, a greater statistical basis i agree yeah and i have However, seen people 40 percent I, I saw like 40 percent of some of these hospitalizations are like young like in dallas the yeah. most critical cases are like 20s 30s 40s 50s mm-hmm. and there was a we're up to, uh, I think last night I heard 39 cases in Dallas. Yeah. Um, I'd also be interested to see the demographic of like the ages in Dallas, like just of the residents. And if there are a lot more 20 to 50 year olds than, you know, 60 to 80 or whatever, well, then of course there's going to be more people our age contracting it because more of us live there, if that makes sense. Right. But we're talking, we're not talking about the contraction rate. We're talking about 
the, the need for hospitalization. Yeah. So that that's the scary part. They're now saying that you might live with 30% deprecation in lung capacity and, and use yeah. uh, as a result of the scarring and, you know, these different things. Like essentially your lungs fill up with fluid and they have to pump you. Right. We don't have enough ventilators in this country. Yeah. Like this is, this is insane. <laughs> if you had told me last Wednesday that the same time next week, not only would NBA be shut down, but every major sports league yeah. every, worldwide, yeah. every tour, every performance, every social gathering, every bar, every restaurant, like I wouldn't have believed you and I couldn't have because every day it's like we get to a new point on this totem pole of like social liberties that we always take for granted. Yeah. And now we're all huddled around Zoom. I had a birthday party via FaceTime this week for my buddy Jeff. Mm. Happy birthday, Jeff. Um, and all that's cute. Like I've enjoyed, you know, the, the videos of uh, people giving each other concerts in Italy from the balconies yeah, and singing yeah. together. Like that that's stuff that you don't get to see except in times of directly after war. Almost. See, and that seems more genuine and like organic. But that's what pisses me off about like these celebrities just coming together and singing this off tune rendition of imagine it, it just i don't know it feels more kind of gross i don't i don't know how to describe it other than like they are a lot more well off than the majority of america so it's a lot easier for them to say hey just keep your spirits up guys be optimistic like you know me i probably am a more optimistic and positive guy than not and so whenever i see something that it just appears to be fake. It really rubs me the wrong way. And that's just kind of how I felt with that video. Well, you felt like they were trying to come up off of the association of the video and just, yeah. it was like, well, this isn't explicitly in an effort to help COVID-19 patients. So you're just promoting your career and bad, yeah. wrong time, wrong place. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. It just, yeah, it just felt gross. One, one thing that I would argue here, um, I think that the economic impact is always going to be felt by, those most hand to mouth, you know? Yeah. So if you're in a homeless shelter that's shut down or been displaced or something like that, or you're an hourly worker at Taco Bell and you owe $500 a month to stay in an apartment with mm -hmm. however many people, and you can't do that now, like you're not going to get that paycheck in two weeks. Um, my heart goes out to you. And, um, my main point being that they're going to feel the economic impact of the virus. Yes. However, to say that, I don't think that coronavirus is a respecter of people's pocketbooks per no, se. You're right about and that. You could argue that the rich would be more likely to contract based on the fact that they've probably been on planes, they've probably been abroad more recently or you, interact. Like you could also argue that they have more resources in order to get help too though. Always, sure. Yeah. That's why we all try to stunt like our daddies to get money in this country. Because right. and I agree. You know, nobody's gonna do anything for you, yeah. you know? Like, why would they? They're seen out of their two eyeballs. We're mm -hmm. all, it's a single player game. And ultimately we're lying to ourselves if, like ultimately your Maslow's hierarchy comes first. Yes. It does. Just sorry. So, I, I don't know. How mad do we have to be at them? It's like, they got together with a video and like. Well, I'm not raging. I if just they think did it's... get sick, they'd have a better chance of surviving because they planned ahead. <laughs> well, they didn't really plan ahead. They just cut a break and are famous like they didn't who planned ahead like Kristen Wiig Will Ferrell they did not plan ahead 
Well, I mean, when they were sleeping on somebody's floor, like in the early years, like trying to make it when all their other friends were making normal money at a normal job with their own apartment. I mean, you think John Lennon didn't get here? I mean, John, John Lennon, John Legend or any of these people through a lot of talent and hard work, like their sure. 10,000 hours. Sure. I don't know. It's an interesting topic. I, I agree with you if that's your sentiment. I just I didn't know why the internet blew up so hard over that because it was kind of like, why don't we just let this one die? Like I thought Vanessa Hudgens was much more uh, oh, yeah. like just bad, bad, bad timing, bad jokes. I mean, for me, like out of touch. I, I don't really even have like it doesn't affect me. I'm fortunate enough and privileged enough. Like I work at a school and, you know, even though our kids aren't coming into the classroom, like I'm still going to be teaching. And so I'm not worried about a paycheck at this moment. So I really don't care one way or the other, but I do think to some that video was just kind of like a spit in the face because they are going to be affected by this and they, and you know, they could be just as hardworking, just, you know, and working more than a nine to five just to keep the lights on and and now they're in trouble and so yeah i agree that you know will ferrell or any of the other actors or actresses performers in that video have worked hard but that doesn't take away the fact that a lot of the american people work hard and are not making as much money and are going to be in trouble like if they're not able to go back to work soon it's funny because all those people were like A-listers, like, yeah. you know, Gal, what's her name? Gal, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Wonder She's Woman. She's Wonder Woman. She's at the top of like the Marvel box office or whatever yeah. it is. Like, you know, Will Ferrell, like these people aren't yeah, hurting Mark for Ruffalo. cash. Right. So what if they all, what if they all got together and they were like, man, these are really depressing times. Everyone's glued to their technology. Let's do something fun. Like, let's lift some spirits. And then they do that. And then everybody's <laughs> like. We hate you. Like, if you're the one of the, some of the top actors and actresses and performers, like, come up with a better video because that thing sucked. Like, it didn't even sound good. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, like I said, I, you, I could, you're you're just echo you're echoing a small part of the sentiment that's been shared online because people hated that video. Yeah. So you, I just thought, I just continue thought to play this angle. I'm I'm just kind of like. I, of all the things that I have to care about, which are like, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which includes the movies being open and the PGA, like the masters must be played for life, but, liberty. But and entertainment is just that, like, that's not, that is a privilege in and of itself. And so, I don't know, it just, it just doesn't seem as important. Like a video from them singing just doesn't seem as important as them you know, and I'm not telling them, them to give their money away. It's their money. They earned it. They can do whatever. But if they want to make a difference, then, you know, they could be supporting other civilians as well. But again, I'm still making a steady paycheck as of this moment. So it, it's not really affecting me. I just seeing the video rubbed me the wrong way. What else you got? Um, well, actually, I wanted to talk a little bit more about what the rest of your school year looks like, because what I'm seeing from Facebook, you know, on Twitter, you get all the celebrity reactions and here's the latest political news and here's all of these trending things. And then on Facebook, all you see are moms that are now having to home educate, homeschool their children 
and they're freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, day one, <laughs> shoot me. Like, yeah. it's it's wine class, kids. Like, yeah. I saw uh, quarantine day six, like, uh, spanking and prayer are allowed back in school. <laughs> 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 exactly yeah. exactly that maybe this is a good thing maybe yeah. kids will get the paddle again but um so are you for sure off the rest of the year in person or, or what is um, happening i can't there? say the rest of the year and again so we're going you were supposed to go back to school monday right this monday and so we the staff is still going in and we're forming a plan um we've already been told to start you know getting lesson plans together uh for the kids to work on at home i don't no, I mean, I've already seen other schools are f- guaranteed to be shut down for the rest of the semester. We might go that route, but I don't think that's been confirmed yet. Yeah, I'm hearing that like a lot of schools in a lot of big states, uh, ours included, um, yeah. maybe just off for the rest of the year and they're going to have to. Online graduation? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's tough, man. A lot of these, you know, college students at these universities, that, that's a big deal for some of that. Like my graduation... I don't know. I guess for me, it wasn't like super sentimental, but I know for some it is. And for them not to be able to celebrate with their friends and family in person, um, I know it's been a pretty big bummer for them. Yeah. Well, I mean, life is pretty much on hold right now for a lot of people. I mean, I feel like our business, our business has done nothing but accelerate in this time because I literally had someone tell me the other day that they viewed um, our startup, you know, our software as a quick win to provide an uptick in engagement for a workforce that is not used to remote work and just mm-hmm. went to a hundred percent remote. Yeah. Like how do you recreate or maintain some element of water cooler kudos and, mm-hmm. you know, getting, getting props when you're walking down the hallway or whatever. And so it certain companies, certain software companies for sure, uh, they, they've all emailed me. Like you've yeah. gotten an email from every, you know, company of a product that you purchased ever. Yeah. It's like, here's Ugg Boots commitment to keeping you safe. Yeah, and I'm like, really glad to know what Dick's Sporting Goods is <laughs> yeah. about to do about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're washing the bats every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw Chris D'Elia tweet either yesterday or today. And he was like, crazy to think that some dude was eating a bat a couple weeks ago <laughs> on the other side of the world. And now I can't go to the gym. <laughs> It's a polygon, a posileum. Yeah. What what is it? Uh, uh, po- polygamy. <laughs> polygamy, yeah. It's polygamy. No, I don't know what it's called. Polygamy did this to us. Yeah. Somebody had sex with a bat. Um uh, we always forget what that is. Yeah. Um Pangolin. Pangolin. I always think there's a Y in there for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Pangolin. Okay. Did um, I show you a picture of a pangolin last time? I've seen it. Yeah, like it things looks like it would have some disease. Yo, uh, I can't get down with. <laughs> we shouldn't be calling it the China virus, but the Chinese eat some really disgusting things. I, I got to be honest with you. I don't even yeah. think that that's that's not a racist sentiment. That's just facts. As somebody yeah. that was raised uh, not eating. Uh, scavengers or anything like we, we what, what do you call us we're not kosher um but we practice the Le- the yeah, levitical you know, health law yeah you just eat clean meat and yeah nothing that chews its cud or right. only things that choose its cud no okay yes we, we could only eat things with certain types of hooves right <laughs> yeah we wouldn't eat a horse that would be wrong yeah but a cow we're like we can do that yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. So I, bottom line, I wasn't raised uh, eating shellfish and I, I would occasionally sneak like pork products like pepperoni and things like that. Um, it was always kind of a backslider on that once a year. Yeah. But um, to this day, like I can't get I can't get down with crabs and um, a lot of seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you're eating bats and pangolins and stuff like that, like look at your life, man. <laughs> Walk out of there with Jesus yeah. in your heart. Look inside yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's just wrong. That's just wrong, bro. Yeah. Get look inside yourself. Look past the bat guts and That's so gross, dude. Come to Jesus. We need to have a altar call. And... I'm okay with those people not getting into heaven. <laughs> That's where I do think you ate a bat while you were on earth. All right, go to hell. You're out. You're out. <laughs> it's like it was just like, pork lord. Yeah. Let me uh, look at the time stamp on which you, the time in which you said that. Cause <laughs> <laughs> what? That'll be the end of this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. What? I'm going to get smited. Yeah. Oh, well, that I'm would be kidding. funny. That'd make for a good pod. <laughs> You could uh, <laughs> weekly catch up with whoever you wanted next week after yeah. I got electrocuted right next to you. Um, missed, okay. Missed it for. So a couple other yeah, people that have COVID mayors, like mayors and different diplomats and politicians. Justin Trudeau's wife got it. Hmm. They're under quarantine. Uh, a bunch of people that interface with people from overseas, routine travel, like powerful people are very much at risk of getting this and if you're in new york if you're i mean new york is just like the hot spot at this point it's very concerning i think cuomo came out and just basically it wasn't a shelter in place but it was a hunker down (laughs) proclamation today and it's it's so hard to separate it's like so what are we allowed to do because i i see cops kind of patrolling around the city now or Mm -hmm. you know i'll see different ambulances somewhere and i'm like what's what's exactly going on because you know the baltimore mayor or governor or somebody uh, of maryland had to come out and say baltimore city please stop shooting each other because we need the hospital beds for coronavirus yeah so they were like begging their citizens please quit with the street violence until this <laughs> virus subsides yeah. and then you can go back to blah blah <laughs> yeah you can start pop popping yeah. <laughs> yeah if we could push this back to july like, early august listen little romeo <laughs> this is the coronavirus block you can go back to defending your block in about a month yeah. once we've capped this spike right <laughs> yeah the coronavirus pledges no allegiance yeah. to any gang the corona <laughs> you a crip or a blood yeah. i'm corona baby <laughs> yeah we, oh we, snap we, we that c19 duck man <laughs> they're shooting corona <laughs> yeah man it, that's crazy though yeah. <laughs> that's almost comedic you have to admit like sure. quit shooting each other long enough so that we can defeat this biological <laughs> yeah. terror yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what 2020 is canceled you know wild <laughs> what was the thing that you showed me uh, the meme, <laughs> January 1. Oh, yeah, January 1. This is my year. Uh, March 20th, uh, using a coffee filter as toilet paper. <laughs> Yo, the, the funniest part to me through the whole toilet paper rush, I got lucky because nobody's ever called me a survivalist in terms of keeping a fridge stocked or mm-hmm. paper goods or much of anything. Um, uh, our friend once had to famously go to a neighbor's apartment to get toilet paper before she used my bathroom way back in the day. But, uh, I was... And you yelled at me for not having coffee. Yeah, well, um, I'd rather have coffee than toilet paper. 
Shame. I can shower off. I can't get caffeinated. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I'll make do, buddy. No, you can't. But <laughs> no, you can't hit on bad eaters, bro. Gotta have coffee to poo nah. in the first place. Am I right? <laughs> uh, you know, you don't get a say. <laughs> so, but thinking about that poor bachelor or just that that person that ran low on TP during this crisis and straight up couldn't, when they go to the office, if they could go to the office, if they didn't get laid off from their job, okay, or if their toilet paper at the office didn't get stolen when yeah. the staff wasn't looking, some some people are walking around crusty is all I'm saying. Crusty. You know, after you ran out like, of the Kleenex and Lysol wipes. After you clogged your stuff with Chipotle <laughs> napkins. Jeez, man. And after, Chipotle hasn't been restocking you completely napkins. ruined your bath towels. Yeah. After the plumber couldn't respond to your emergency request, because I remember one time I had a plumber that said, hey, buddy, no more Chipotle napkins down this thing, okay? <laughs> you got to buy TP. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> to the extent that the next time that I had a plumbing issue, the apartment maintenance, like the, the form submission, they emailed me back and they were like, have you been using Chipotle napkins Jeez. again? And I was like, no, <laughs> not since not the me. last time, Rita. <laughs> I was kind of. My pride was hurt on that oh, one. That's good. <laughs> so yeah, after you've after you've run out of Hanes tube socks. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I'm I'm leaving this podcast with so far is that we hate all rich, powerful, connected people because one, they're traveling around getting cool viruses. Two, they're making fun videos when they do. And three, they have better self quarantine and better access I to just, care. Yeah, I just don't want to see their their videos of their nice home yeah. saying, "Hey, spirits up." Yeah, <laughs> it's like invite me over. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's quarantine together, baby. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, people in all walks of life. I even heard that, um, dude. Non nonviolent arrests, like right now, is the time to speed. Is yeah. all I'm saying, dude. I was driving from Colorado yesterday. I was going a little over. There was a car on the other side of the highway. He and I was zooming. I saw him. I pumped my brakes, and he cut into the grass, but did not pursue. And ooh, yeah. got got away with one. Yeah, I was probably going. I was like going ninety and a seventy-five. And uh, well, they should give you that. Yeah, did you I tell hope. you about my hot tub experience in New Mexico with the state trooper? I don't think so. So Meredith and I, we were when we were in uh, Red River, New Mexico, several weeks ago. Meredith and I go to the hot tub, and we have it to ourselves for all of five minutes, and then it's like everybody wanted to talk to us. Uh, this dad and his two little boys came and sat next to the hot tub, and he just struck up a conversation. And it turned out he was a state trooper from Paris, Texas. Okay. And I don't know if you passed through Paris recently or ever, but. Um, I had late last year, I'd gone to visit my, my cousin's property in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Okay. It's kind of at the intersection point of Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Texas or whatever. It's up there. Um, it, it's getting into the Ozarks type vibe. Right. Um, and I had to pass through Paris, Texas to do so. And I just remember being struck by I was like, okay, this is kind of like rural uh, Highland Park a little bit. Because all of a sudden, you come to a wide spot in the road. The asphalt gets nicer. The strip gets a little brighter. And there's all these like nice homes with mm -hmm. gates and drives. And I was like, okay, <laughs> what's going on over here? Yeah, um, Some bootlegger money coming through here. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, he was from this community. And I was just saying, oh, I recently passed through. And 
And then being a habitual speeder as I am, <laughs> I basically started grilling them and yeah. said, so give me the lowdown. <laughs> like, uh, what do you start pulling people over uh, for doing? Like, you know, how, how many miles over do you give people? And he said he normally starts at 10 to 12 okay. on a, a clear, visible day, whatever. He said that the main thing that they're trying to tamp down on is if you're going 95 and a 70 when in an extreme fog right. or at a weird school crossing hour or something like that. And he was talking about all the, the kind of commuters that are going between, you know, Broken Bow and Dallas or whatever the case may be that he pulls over. And he actually set the record straight on a couple of things because I was positive that they could arrest me. Like after watching live PD, I learned that most of the speeding that I'd actually been doing was technically reckless driving and like yeah. a chargeable offense right. that they would they would jail me in certain yeah. states because I would if go. If you're going over 20, I believe, right? Well, shoot, 20. I'm talking like double. This, I've, like I've gone 90 in a 40, bro, like, <laughs> <laughs> in a truck. So, yeah. you know, I'm when I'm doing 125 coming back from California and just white knuckling it the entire way and mm -hmm. I'm doing 125 in a 55 mile an hour yeah. work zone, I don't think they're going to take kindly to two and a half times the speed limit, essentially. Yeah, probably not. What he told me was that they can't arrest you in Texas for any amount of speed unless you refuse to sign the ticket, essentially. Oh, wow. So speed away, Texas. That's good to know. Lone Star State of Leadfoot. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So I mean, if you're going to do defensive driving, at least, you know, go up to a speed that you're, yeah. <laughs> that you're happy with. I mean, have to move a mouse around for four hours for, for something fun. Yeah, for like 10 miles over? Trash. So anyway, as he was leaving, I was like, I'll see you in Paris when you're pulling me over. And I'll remind you, we shared this hot tub experience together <laughs> to let me off of the warning. <laughs> That's good. But he really set the record straight on some stuff. He was a talkative fellow. That's cool. They actually shut all the ski lifts down nationwide, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Um, they did in Colorado. It was yeah. one of the last kind of public, not public utilities, but some golf courses are still open, but most of them have shut down. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking to myself, like, I walk these golf courses, so are they really closed? Because, <laughs> I mean, technically, I make the choice to walk over to the clubhouse and yeah. pay a greens fee every time when, you know, it's it's a course. Like, you can just play the course, yeah. you know? <laughs> I'm, I might find myself jumping a fence this weekend, is all I'm saying. So, gotcha. Um, hopefully, they'll... I, it won't it won't be a violent arrest. Um, <laughs> oh. It'll be a nonviolent crime, so... They'll be like, we're arresting you for bogeying the 18th, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm dying to get out there, dude. It's been rainy. Everybody's been shut in. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, I, Well, it might be for the best that the weather's not the greatest right now. Yeah? How, how do you figure? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because you're not supposed to be outside anyway. You can. As long as you're like six feet away from people. You're telling me you can't go for a jog and that that would optimize... Your life Listen, I'm not moment. saying nobody is. I'm not saying don't go outside at all. Don't <laughs> don't paint that picture. Like, just... <laughs> I don't have the coronavirus, but my diabetes is acting up because <laughs> my blood circulation's poor. Yeah, go for a walk, go for a run. Just you know, stop Jeez. clubbing, stop spring breaking in the beaches of Florida. I clubbed this weekend, man. Did well. I went with wedding. the entire wedding party. It was so crazy. I posted this photo again, Instagram story life. <laughs> <laughs> um. We're at this club after this wedding, the bride and groom and the whole wedding party are there under a certain age. And we're, we got like bottle service and we got a booth and it was really fun. They had uh, the bride and groom, like their, their 
pictures were projected onto screens that were revolving around the club and they brought out cutouts so like when the bottle you know the bottle service girls that come out with like the the flares and they make a big deal out of you're buying a bottle and they're like there's like a flashlight under it and everybody's like ooh, it's so funny and like stupid and pretentious Mm -hmm. but this one was cool because they had cutouts of the bride and groom that they were hoisting in the air they were throwing money in the air they were shooting confetti out of guns and then a girl just randomly wanders by in a spaceship that people have on their shoulders like she was cleopatra or something Whoa. Did you not see this story? I don't know if I saw that part. It was kind of the summation of a moment. It was like, wow, all right. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, if if we didn't get coronavirus from that, all I'm saying, I mean, the bride and groom's wedding or honeymoon got canceled. They uh, they were going to Orlando to go to Disney World for some reason. Um, hmm. I'm not sure why, but they ended up just going to Orlando. And last time I saw they were getting into a maserati rental <laughs> they were like we're gonna blow the magic kingdom money on an exotic rental and like just go around the go. beach and so those florida people are just crazy like yeah they're not gonna well i mean distance for anything yeah and a friend corrected me who's from florida whenever i <laughs> oh whenever okay I tweeted that. and okay. they're like these are spring breakers not actual floridians yeah it's like an actual floridian is actually getting arrested without his shirt on right now <laughs> yeah. an actual floridian is wrestling a gator He'd be out there on the beach in his jean shorts, not his swim trunks. (laughs) That's how you know. (laughs) Very true. It's like, uh, yeah, this person couldn't be a native Floridian because they don't have a tramp stamp. (laughs) All I'm saying is that Live PD Florida version is the most real. (laughs) Like, if you see an arrest in Tallahassee, things are not going well. Meth has been consumed. Shirts are not in the picture. <laughs> Have we talked about Florida Man on the... No. Okay. You tweeted something about that. Maybe I don't know what you're talking about. So a popular thing to do nowadays is to go to Google and type in your birthday, not the year, just your birthday, and then Florida Man after it. And there's guaranteed going to be a Florida Man article popped up. Like, What do I do? Okay. So go to Google, type in your birthday, like the date and the like month. November or like 11 sure november okay november the day 20 florida Brad doesn't know my birthday florida man november 20 florida man is all one word uh doesn't matter <laughs> wow they've There's optimized their both. search yeah and then and what then happens go to click news okay <laughs> and then read an article like there has to be an article there okay <laughs> well yeah there's many um, yeah And it's typically a Florida man doing something crazy. Florida legislative session comes to disquieting in the DeSantis beach doctrine. Open primary amendment amendment makes November ballot. See, that's kind of boring. Um, Let me try to find mine. Volleyball rallies past Florida in Gainesville. Best of. I will say coronavirus is like overdone. Uh, Florida man. So I just typed in mine. Florida man allegedly stole pool floats from homes to stop himself from raping women. <laughs> Wait, what? And this is what that dude looks like. Oh, snap. I I feel like I've seen him on. I feel like he's been memed or something. Maybe. Wow. Wait, yeah. he steals the pool floats in an uh, effort to avoid raping. July 6, 2019, <laughs> Florida man killed by pack of dogs. Um, Florida man chants as police tried to arrest him. 
Yeah, dude. Uh, go back to the pool float guy. Florida man accused of throwing lit firecrackers under child's bed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a... Your yeah. birthday's better. Mine's... <laughs> My birthday is just like, well, some well, legislation keep, got, got passed. Yeah, a lot of like uh, of the latest Scorpio news birthday. might come into that. You just got to click a few pages and then you'll find more fun ones. Okay, well, I mean, we could do Texas, man, couldn't we? I don't I don't think as many would pop up. I bet mine's a lot more juicy on <laughs> November 20, Texas, man. Doubtful. Okay. <laughs> you want to put it to the test? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you... Uh, so, did you experience any travel issues with all of this going on because this was basically all unfolding kind of while you were on your trip nah man the roads were clear (laughs) everybody's uh isolated all right november 20 texas man rodney reed will not be executed on november 20 (laughs) oh see that's not exciting uh florida man arrested for having sex with stuffed olaf at target (laughs) (laughs) olaf yeah from uh frozen frozen not even what what's the girl's name I don't know. Is she of age in the movie, or is she supposed to be an adult or a child? Um, or pubescent? I I don't know. She gets married in the film, but I okay. don't know what that means for Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she could be 16 still. Oh, um, <laughs> wow. My, Texas Man is all about Rodney Reed. You know anything about Rodney Reed? No. Yeah. <laughs> the last article is, who is Rodney Reed? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a cool little exercise. Uh, I saw your tweet about that. I didn't know what you were talking about, though. Yeah. Well, the more you know. The more you know. Oh, I love this. Going into quarantine versus leaving quarantine, and it's thin Jonah Hill on the left and fat Jonah Hill on the right. (laughs) (laughs) I love that roast where they're roasting Jonah Hill, and they go, Jonah had a hard time finding a tux that would fit because it had to change sizes every three hours. <laughs> Florida man arrested for allegedly throwing sun into Atlantic Ocean, yelling at him to swim. <laughs> oh, it sounds like he had a, that's like a training technique. Yeah. I feel like all the greats have been thrown in and told to swim. You know? And, yeah. Literally or. So did or... you bring audio back from Buff and Abroad? flabby in here um <laughs> he's going well we'll have that for the next episode because we this was a little too soon and uh i left a day early and too so, soon for what to hit record? because he hasn't recorded it yet and he's working i thought you were gonna i was going to and then i left a day early and so he's going to send in something for us you couldn't get the lighting right to record audio <laughs> no I'm i just didn't ask confused. him because i was going to ask him Oh, last okay. night. So he's just going to send something in and be like, hi, this is Brock. Um, that's exactly what's love happening. Love you guys. Gang, gang. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Did you see this drama with um, your mom's house podcast and coronavirus episode? No. There was some, I think it was the video, um, but Tom Segura was tweeting out recently that they'd actually had to take an episode down. Oh. Because it was the coronavirus episode and like everybody on Twitter was like, I'm so glad that I downloaded this before you could like take it off. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. I think I don't know they what said something crazy. I, I think that he said something to the effect that the audio was still available. So I, I'm going to have to go to Apple, I guess, and see if I can pull it there. But uh, I guess the video got taken down. Hmm. You know, their their podcast very much centers around them watching videos and different clips. Yeah. Um, it's hilarious. Like. Yeah. They find the dumbest people in America, the highest people in America, for sure. So they took it down because they, they 
did not, something offensive. I, I couldn't. I was reading through the threads to try to see what it was. Like, it feels like it was so off color or unexpected that they can't even, they're not even owning up or really discussing it openly. It's oh, a, wow. almost being left to mystery or taboo. But at the same time, if you don't hit Twitter Explore at least hourly now, like, yeah your entire mind is blown. Hmm. Like how, how much further can this go? Do you think like if we're sitting here and projecting out, cause nine days ago we were sitting here in the studio saying, Oh, it's going to be here for a while. Like a lot of us are going to get infected. This yeah. is, I mean, know. we just experienced week one. Seriously. I, it'll get worse. Oh yeah. But what does that look like? What does that look like for it's everyday gonna look like life? Desperate people who don't have any more money or resources taking that from others however they can. Ooh, so you are going with like anarchy and looting in the street type deal. Yeah, people That's people awesome. people <laughs> do that crap after a sports like championship. Like of course well, they're going to do that. They're not going to have any of those to go crazy after <laughs> You're for a while. right. So they're just going to have to scrap this year essentially like and yeah. do training camp for next season, right? Yeah, like, try again. How do you man. explain that in the stat books? I don't know. Like I was looking up um, in my my handy dandy notes, and the last time that we didn't do the Olympics was nineteen sixteen due to World War One, nineteen forty and forty four due to World War Two. <laughs> so we're talking. It was weird. I thought this was disrespectful in the moment, but a talking pundit the other day was like, "In many ways, this will be way worse than nine eleven." And when you think about it, it's like. Well, from a casualties perspective, it already is. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's less egregious and fast moving than a terrorist attack, and that's obviously a totally different intent. Yeah, you know, humans that's against a humans. That's a different form of tragedy. So I just didn't think it was like a an apt comparison. But in terms of market free falls, things being closed down, uncertainty and fear of what's to come. Yeah, that part is all true, and we've already, I mean, we've already surpassed at least. Um, what is it? 10,000 deaths. Yeah. Um, I mean, Italy, Italy, they, they had leveled out for a couple of days. And then what happened? Like they had 597 like deaths in a single day yeah. type deal. Yeah. That is so concerning. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know, man. I just, I think we're just seeing the beginning of it, of the craziness. I mean, even even Trump and the people that usually hedge on these schedules and want to like present things in the most optimal way possible for the markets and financial folks, they're saying like July, August yeah. for things to maybe for the V to start back up. And like what? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the whole summer? Like this is like super depressing in certain ways. Yeah. In some ways, it's very exciting in a wrong kind of wild way. Like the, the person in me that sees an ambulance and is like, let's follow it. Like, let's see what's wrong. You know, yeah. I, I'm I usually walk up to cops in the middle of them performing their duties. And I'm like, what's going on here? You need mm -hmm. a citizen? <laughs> you want to fill me in? And they're like, no, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's very depressing as well. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like, again, I, I feel privileged. Uh, you know, I just got done with spring break, so it really hasn't it hasn't clicked yet. And then, you know, a couple months, and then I'd be on summer break anyway. And uh, so it's just like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to go to the movie theater, or I I don't know. Like, I think I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't want to say I'm not going to be affected by it. <laughs> I don't want to like jinx myself or anything. Um, but I also understand like the gravity of it, even though it's not taking as big of a toll on me, I guess. Yeah. Well, you've been in some ways you you've led the ideal existence since this really popped in these parts in that you've been on a nice road trip, visiting more secluded remote areas with fantastic views with, yeah. you know, uh, your gal pal and run running into friends and their gal pals and just having a, a fine little time. Yeah. So ask think, me how I'm feeling next time we record. <laughs> I think once you educate children remotely It'll for a week and then like this is not a vacation. Yeah. That's the some people are on furlough or vacation or they've been laid off. You'd I'd much rather work from home or work yeah. in an abandoned office than to be laid off and not have a source of income. Exactly. Or anything like that. So if you still have a job, you're extremely lucky. Fortunate. However, a lot of people, this may be their first time to work from home or maybe they're, this is the time that I feel blessed that I don't have a family, like an, you know, my own family. Yeah, like and, having to provide for more mouths. Yeah. Well, I just don't like, I don't have a, a live in person or spouse or anything like that. So it's like, yeah. if I were relegated to home, it, it's at least mine and I can ask someone to come over. But, you know, I have I have colleagues that like, you know, they have a, a an 11 month old mm-hmm. and they sent the nanny home because the nanny wasn't feeling good. And they were like, get out of here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, both of them are on quarantine work from home, but they still have to split the 11 month old. And they only have like one professional space to take their Zoom calls and all of that good stuff. So essentially it's like, OK, this meeting's over. Now yeah. I got to go grab the baby, feed the baby because the wife is going in on a, like a project management call yeah. and I'm like, Oh my goodness. You know, exactly. I've never heard so many screaming children over zoom calls as I have in the last week, not only from my own team, but from clients, you know, like right. I'm, I'm learning what every client's living room looks like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. So yeah, I guess you just got back last night. Yeah. You got back early out and that's why I was tickled that you could record tonight. Yeah. Um, get a pot out for the weekend, but um, I hope that we can record next week too. Yeah, for sure. Um, as long as neither of us get this, <laughs> or we could have it and just not be showing symptoms. <laughs> we could be carriers. carriers. Yeah. I mean, that, that could totally. I I saw a, an interview of a guy that was like, I kind of coughed the first day or two, but other than that, would have never known. Yeah. And it's like, well, then how did you get a test? He wasn't yeah. famous. He was like a lay person. Yeah. That's he was strange. a pastor. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Some people are just having a really difficult time getting tested. Others, it seems like a piece of cake. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess you. Yeah, I don't know, man. It the fact that we're having to like pick and choose what types of body events, what types of healthcare events, yeah. uh, you know, warrant a hospital bed, warrant a ventilator, warrant a respirator, like, you know, <sighs> yeah. Not the time to be breaking your ankle or arm. I'll tell you that. Nah. That yeah, they're just uh, not that that's not serious, but there are they may not there see are you. things that are you know non-essential or like that is not life-threatening. You're you're not gonna you're gonna be waiting in the waiting room for a while. It's super funny, like what is essential versus non-essential. Yeah. I was watching. I highly recommend JRE's last podcast with Duncan Tressel. Um, it's pretty out there. They're both Duncan Trestle is dressed as like the swamp man with like a, 
a breathing mask on and <laughs> Joe's dressed as like an astronaut with sunglasses and they're they're elevated in this episode shall we say and uh, they're just talking about the the end of the world and like um Duncan has a beautiful way of uh paying homage to the Bible and Jesus mm -hmm. and the religious narratives and showing you the applicable symbolism that can be taken from that and he's kind of like I am like maybe don't take it so literally or seriously like don't be uptight about it but like there are he he made a great point he was like when you think about it he's like you go back and read things that were happening he's like the people that wrote the bible they saw some stuff like yeah. they saw some life-changing stuff like they were wiling out <laughs> they're trying to describe this after the fact yeah and they're like this stuff happened can you believe this he's like you can tell that they were on one yeah they just had a, a revelation when this stuff happened and he said he was like what a, a cool thing to get to go back and kind of try to catch some of their vibe yeah you know and just the way he was describing it, i was like whoa give me that book i want that book. i'm ordering that book right now no. but they, he was basically talking about how you know that he normally goes to amazon fresh or whatever and you know primes deliveries uh -huh. grocery deliveries within two hours and how they'd bought two hundred dollars worth of groceries the other day and only three items on the list could actually be delivered Ooh. and how he was like how mortal are we like how mortal were we before amazon but then we train ourselves so quickly that you know we press yeah. the button and it's on and the it's way there. and it's out for delivery and here's the picture of it on your door yeah and this product is not available you know like the people's minds are being blown because it's touching the most basic elements of our lives in that we, we don't have shared camaraderie around sports, right? We can't worship together. We can't go out and eat together in a nice yeah. populated area. Yeah. We, we can't poo. We can't, you know, when, when they made the announcement that Dallas bars were shutting down, I immediately thought I got to go to Kroger. But then I thought, I bet there's 15,000 people in their cars in Dallas County on their way to Kroger, Walmart, Sprouts, whatever, yeah. Trader Joe's. I found that the more bougie the the chain, the more likely they are to have like a lot of stock. Like oh, I've really? heard that Trader Joe's and Sprouts have really over-delivered, hmm. whereas, you know, the paper products aisle at Kroger last it's night empty. or two nights ago was just empty. Yeah. There was nothing there. Hmm. You could get holiday decorative napkins for like that those parties where you're like <laughs> standing around yeah. with like a plate full of cheeses um but that would hurt to wipe your butt with because it had like the nice glitter braille upraised yeah, yeah. thing it's so, like sandpaper kind of i mean maybe it'd be enjoyable <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you tots try it and let us know <laughs> or don't let us know like i'm okay with that too <laughs> It's have you followed these like Facebook videos and just the plights of people who legitimately need to wipe their own butts and can't? I've like, just seen the jokes. I haven't <laughs> seen anything like serious. Oh, I've seen people like videotaping, like documenting, going into multiple Walmarts, multiple Krogers, and then just <laughs> like they're walking past security guards that are guiding, you know, Jeez. guarding, you know, empty toilet paper roll aisles. It's just insane, man. That's wild. Um, so are you going to like jump in and contribute anything here? <laughs> You're just going to keep going. That's wild to everything I say. <laughs> it's all wild, man. <laughs> okay. So you, uh, 
you just good? You just want to quit the podcast or? Well, Brad's like we've been going it for an hour for thirty, man. Uh, okay. Well, happy coronavirus. Um, yeah. the world will continue on. You'll get your taste of remote work next week. Yep. So you're going in the full week. Um, I don't know, man. I just know we're going in at nine a.m. on Monday and figuring out what we're going to be doing for the rest of the year. <laughs> okay. So you don't know anything. <laughs> no, dude. I've kind of I was on vacation, dude. I ignored my emails. <laughs> Yo, okay, this makes so much sense cuz you're you're over here like, yeah, case sarah sarah. No, I, be, I understand be. it. And serious. I'm over here like, you know, freaking out because I've just been day to day like walking around this city with like nobody out well, yeah. seeing this progressive I mean, it shutdown. was it was like that in Colorado too, so I understand the gravity of it, but like for me and my work, even if my students aren't coming in. I still have my quote unquote clients, you know, my students, and I'm still going to be teaching. Wow. They're just not going like, to let me break this down in terms you'll understand. Yeah. I'm just like, for me, work right now is not affected. So, like, I'm probably going to have an easier week, to be honest. And that, like, that's why I don't want to contribute too much to it because I don't want to sound like, like, oh, everything's like great on this side because I know people are struggling. Um, I think we've we've very much acknowledged the 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 folks that are struggling. Um, I mean, I, I had to remind someone the other day. They were telling me about several clients of theirs that were going to be going out of business based on these latest economic developments, and they kept saying like, "These people are going to die." And I was like, "No, like there there's literally people dying. Yeah, and then there's people's businesses that are, that are dying. dying. There's you know jobs and." Uh, paychecks that are dying but it's been cool to see the government step in and say like you basically can't evict anybody anywhere in this country right now for a while yeah like so if you're in an apartment you can't pay for it it sounds like there's a stay on trying to collect your money as a landlord which is also super scary when you think about how that's going to contribute to this economic downturn right i've heard projections as high as 20 percent of americans might be unemployed in this process Jeez. which is would, would be second only to the great depression era yeah essentially <laughs> that's wild <laughs> you want some more stats son let, let me tell you about how it's going to be like 1918 um our students were on a mission trip in colorado and they had to cut their trip short they came back on tuesday they were supposed to come back t- today friday yeah they were supposed to come back today Um, my high school, my old high school, um, they went to Peru and they had to send their kids back in shifts. Like they had to find different flights for all of them. So that was pretty crazy. But as of yesterday, everybody that went on that mission trip is back safely. So that's a huge blessing. Um, everybody's just having to book it back to the States. Yeah. I mean, they had those, uh, bans which weren't really bans like if you're a citizen you can definitely get Get back back. in uh but i wouldn't want to have to sit through some of those screenings that i saw in the lobbies of o'hare and like uh jackson harfield in atlanta like you know did you see those pictures of like seven hour waits to like get through customs and screening and they're basically sticking a thermometer every five minutes like dude i saw dfw was packed i don't know if you saw that those photos circulating well, that isn't it like a major international. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it 
that I heard that American Airlines has had to ground. Well, first of all, they're grounding a good portion of the fleet and mm-hmm. they're using the rest of the fleet to like deliver, you know, goods Supplies. to other portions of the world. And th- but they grounded 55,000 flights. Yeah. And I, I've seen pictures of people that are on flights with like six other people. Right. <laughs> it, it reminds me of that Louis C.K. bit where he's talking about when he he was like, so I was on a flight with two babies. And then he goes, there were other people there. It's not like I just walked on and there were two babies alone there. And they were like, hey, come with us. Yeah. He's like, no, thanks, babies. <laughs> I'm going to wait for the next flight. <laughs> just that visual. Um, but yeah, like six other people on the flight, which is kind of eerie because I don't know about you, but whenever I'm on a flight that has very few people, it's like, well, this is the one that's going to go down because we don't matter as much as like a full flight, (laughs) you know, like our collective lives don't touch as much as like if there were 200 people, if this was sold out. It's a smaller tragedy. So (laughs) yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you'll hit the 1 PM news. Like not. Yeah, it's like uh, airplane crashes on freeway and bogs down traffic. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Kobe Bryant was not on the plane, so we don't care about any of the passengers. No famous people. Do you remember when that was the biggest national tragedy a month ago? Yeah. This year. Trump got impeached this year. Yeah, man. The potential World War III trending was this year. We're already done with that. Yeah. Like. We have sped up our cycles of stress and aging tenfold. Like Trump was impeached this year. Kobe Bryant died this year. We're under global lockdown, economic recession, downturn. When I saw the Twitter timeline the other day, somebody tweeted the actual dates of the stuff that this this had happened. And I was like, that was like 44 days ago. What has been going on? We're only in month three, baby. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to let Brad live a little bit more life back in the real world to get some chips on his shoulder and yeah, let maybe me, form some frustrations let other me get than just some, Gal Gadot. Let me, yeah, let me gather some burdens. and uh, Seriously. And, uh, Do you need burdens I'll to hit. podcast well? <laughs> well? I mean, if we're just talking about tragedies, like it hasn't affected me. Like, like I said, I'm, I've, I've been blessed. Wow, you are so flippant. It's like you're singing Imagine right now next to John Mayer. Or That's something. right. So aggravating. Hmm. <laughs> We're just over here like, hey, it's the weekly catch up with Carson and Brad. <laughs> How flippant of us to be playing our podcast theme song. Yeah. Okay. We're going to end this thing. You got any shout outs? Yeah, Bumble? man. <laughs> Hey, don't get frustrated with me. I come here with spaced out notes, bolded sections, and Brad came with, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Life's been pretty good for me, man. Yeah, man. Chilling in the just mountains, Just on baby. vacay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thought I'd come say nothing about it on the pod. Yeah, man. Just wanted to hear your thoughts. <laughs> um, well, thanks to Dean for contributing more than his son on this particular <laughs> show. He sent me a nice LinkedIn message with something that's going to inform me better than you have in this last hour. Yep, just happy to be here. <laughs> um, shout out to Andy and Kaylee, my former students who have tuned in to several of our episodes. Um, I really appreciate that. And Andy actually messaged me while we were recording today and said that he had listened to episode 23 and it is an absolute banger. Oh, wow. So that's awesome. Wow, Thank it's you, Andy. A banger, gang, gang. Yeah, sorry if I didn't provide uh, much this episode, but. 
Um, <laughs> check back in on you Wednesday. Know how I was talking about how talent skips a generation. <laughs> like, no, it just skips each episode. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know? um, if anyway. you listen to twenty three, that was much more put together. I was than also much more. You know, we were obviously more prepared for that one. You asked me if I wanted to come in today, and I came B-Rad, in. you've held it down beautifully, man. I know. I so appreciate I know. it. Like, we know that you hate Gal Gadot, and... <laughs> I don't. She's a beautiful woman. All I just... powerful women that want to express, <laughs> you know, their voices freely in this world. I get it. I don't. I'm get, actually an advocate for women, Brad. Give, give me your money, not your voice. Like... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I love how your true self has come out since just... episode... 14-ish. Like, if you want to make a difference, sing. That's that's how you're going to do it. I'm sorry. The singing does nothing for me. It's like, actually be Wonder Woman and save yeah, us. Don't all, sing to us. Dude, you hit it. That's all I it's wanted. Like, can your cape be made into a mask? Because we're short on those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, also, shout out to Brock Reichert and his wife, Courtney. Um it was awesome hanging out with you guys and uh, I appreciate you. And so, also, Oh, uh, funny story. They're, they're buff and abroad, huh? Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, a broad. And, uh, broad. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brock is buff and she's the broad. I'm guessing <laughs> you're stupid. Brock and Courtney. Um, shut up. Yeah. Uh, Hey, you know, the Tokyo listener we got. I, w- no, I don't. Oh, I do. <laughs> Who are they? Brock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, and we had mentioned it twice, and the first, and so uh, well, there's more than just Brock. So he there. had listened on Japan's his way a huge there, market for us. and he came back, and he's listening like in the airport in Tokyo, and we're like shouting out the, our listener in Japan, and he's like, "Uh, well, then how yeah. could we? How could we be shouting them out, having already listened to the well, show?" That, that's what I'm saying because we mentioned it more than once. Okay. Yeah. I, I'd like to think that there is, you know, a, a very nice Japanese man or woman out there <laughs> bowing, preparing their bowl of rice and listening to the mm, Weekly Catch-Up just podcast. Like, just like nodding in silence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't get, don't get too, uh, <laughs> don't describe this too much. <laughs> but you're over here condemning bad eaters. Like, well, can we all? Yeah. Could we all? That's a demon bird. We should shoot them all. Okay. Have you seen have you seen a picture of them it piled up in those wet markets with their wings cut off? No, I haven't. They're horrific. <laughs> They're from your worst nightmares and these people are frying them up, okay? Yeah. I got a recommendation to go to the spot one time in San Francisco to Chinatown to get something called bird drop soup. Yeah. And it turns out it was like you harvest their poop off of this ledge and like steam it and each bowl was like $75 a pop. So, oh, that's not the type that I've had. Okay. I'm not sure what we, once I actually found out the process of this being made, like all I'm saying is that some of the dietary habits over there are disgusting yeah. and condemnable. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that they're storing ungodly, meat, just ungodly. Like that's so gross. Over here, we're like, you know, at least kill the cow nicely. And over there, they're like sawing off a bat's <laughs> wing and like selling it as a delicacy. Just ripping off the wings while they're alive. They're eating polygons and uh, bats and all sorts yeah. of nasty stuff. Like, mm. that's gross, dude. I agree. That's gross. Living in high density, smoking with like bats with their wings cut off and like frying all that up next to a live turkey. Yeah. Okay. Like, 
all I'm saying is that if your diet is so nasty that it creates a world pandemic, check yourself. <laughs> like right. review your diet. Because growing up with the food pyramid, I didn't see a bat anywhere in that mug. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're poverty. They're, you know, it's poverty stricken over there. Oh, yeah. now you're going to play that on me. It sounds yeah. to me like they have a anyway, nice variety that's, that's of a wrap. meat. That's a wrap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're just like, uh, you, you like to do this just like Bert and uh, Tom do Two Bears, One Cave, where every episode that they start with, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, and Tom, Tom will just open the show by saying, hey, Bert, you can't call them that anymore. <laughs> or like, he'll just start off with something like, he'll, he'll be like, Bert, take that robe off your head. All right, welcome to Two Bears, One Cave. Like, he'll just do the most KKK racist insinuation to Bert. Um, to the extent that Bert had to dial it back because he had people coming up to him at shows and being like, hey, man, you're the funny racist, right? Well, it sounds like he's just teasing and all of mine are true. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> all right. <laughs> you're, in, you're in rare form. Joking, I don't joking. like vacation bread or the tail end of vacation bread. <laughs> what? You I'm pulled it out crumbles. of me, man. You wanted a show. <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> Let me let me pull a ketchup out of you. <laughs> I'm trying to squeeze every last bit of ketchup out of this bottle, and Brad's just going. <laughs> <laughs> He's just doing that nasty, like That's crusty right. squirt at the end, where like the ketchup's kind of hardened and congealed. It's well, like, can we get a new bottle over here for these tots? Anything for our tater tots, baby. So all right, th man. those are my shout outs. Who all do right. you got? Uh, shout out to my. Um, terrible father for tweeting all those photos of me <laughs> oh yeah that like was lovely i told him i said could i murder you for you know ha first of all having all those photos just ready to go like that i woke great. up and saw this like four pain on twitter <laughs> and i'm like goodness like yeah. i didn't realize that all these childhood photos were just <laughs> readily <command>. available <laughs> <laughs> they're over there in plano with like ai like hey pull up hamburglar <laughs> circa 2006 like here you go mr gibbons anyway uh. but the thing that I did like was that never before had I felt such a connection with the Twitter audience, like combining with people like listening without, yeah. like I hadn't talked to them about what was going to be in that episode or anything. Mm -hmm. So the fact that people are just listening and like doing that stuff is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that's um, great. That it led to some good engagement. Shout out to all 14 Twitter followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The loyals. <laughs> Shout out to all of them. Uh, no, just, um, you know what? Like, shout out to our leaders and yep. these various people, like uh, Gal Gadot, not included, um, but definitely Will Ferrell and <laughs> Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying there's a lot going on right now. So, you know, keep your spirits up. I hope that, you know, y'all listen to this and tune out of, you know, all this serious stuff for at least a little while to hear us talk about nothing and yeah. how much we don't know and how worried we are and aren't. Um, you know, and I will also say it's very apparent to me that I'm privileged enough to be able to, my biggest complaint is that celebrities are singing a song. Um, yeah, like that. here for coronavirus responses, <laughs> Brad to comment on my timeline wasn't right. <laughs> yeah, man. So, oh, before we go, um, shout out to one of our previous episodes when we were talking about fleet and tweet. Yeah. And I said something, to the, this is a shout out to me, <laughs> how, how fortuitous Ooh. I am, how futuristic. Um, do you remember when I said Facebook is just going to make Twitter? Yeah. Did you see Facebook 
tweet out the uh the video for the new Facebook? No. Okay. Go look at that and then come <laughs> back to me and tell me what a prophet I am. I can't wait. So um, they they tweeted this video from Facebook app and it's introducing the new Facebook and you can go switch over to this apparently like for certain users at least. And I'm telling you <laughs> looks an awful lot like another platform that we use owned mm. by our buddy Jack. Interesting. All right. Facebook becoming L- like little Twitter. Teaser. We'll follow up on that next week. Um, shout out to Gerald. His birthday was two days ago. You're the man. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get together in a group of less than ten people today. So uh, mask off. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, um, if you're looking for music to listen to, the weekend's new album is amazing. It sounds like you're in the '80s, and that's what you would think the future would sound like if you're from the eight. Like I don't know. It's like this retro futuristic sadness. It's amazing. It's like you're alone <laughs> yeah. with your mask on. Yeah. Like the first song is called All Alone. So I couldn't think of like a better quarantine uh, <laughs> album to listen I'm like, to. Like skip to the track called No Bread. Nowhere to wipe. You know, the banger on that record is <laughs> Nowhere to Wipe. All right. That's funny. Thanks, man. All right. Shout out to the Tots and Bots. We appreciate y'all. Um, yeah, man. I'm going to get else. I'm going to get home. Uh, before we sign up, what's your uh, toilet paper situation looking like? Are you about to take a dump? <laughs> uh, listen, just yo. Just curious. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, Last week, <laughs> the NBA suspended their season after the show, and this week, Brad's gonna poop at the studio. <laughs> no, I got I got paper for days. Son. All right, you got Charmin. Um, there's that one ply. No, it's thicker than I like. Oh no, it. It's too thick right now. Like I don't like real bougie. Oh. Like I want some pain, you know. Like, uh, All right, <laughs> I want to bleed. <laughs> I'll hold it. <laughs> no, I've got good. Uh, I bought the thicker ply stuff. Cool man. Um, you can't see through it. It's like it's it's too thick for my preference. To be honest with yeah. you. Well, I'll have another update for you guys next week. Uh... Feels like wiping with a towel or something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You you gonna update the tots and bots on your. You're right. Wipe situation at yep. my <laughs> the studio next. Yeah, week. you want content? I got you. All right. This episode of the podcast brought to you by Charmin and Me Undies with your poop stains. In yeah, them. less is more, people. All right. We'll catch y'all up next week. Later.